Are we live here? Yep. Great. Awesome. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Cinematography for Actors special bonus podcast partnership with Holly Shorts. We are the official podcast partners of the Holly Shorts Film Festival live at the TCL Chinese Theater in the VIP lounge upstairs that you didn't know existed until we started shooting here. Um, Our second interview of day three has begun, and I am here with Lorena Lorenko, director of Stitched, and Pratima Mani, who is the writer and lead of Stitch. Money. Money. Pratima Money. I love that name. I love that last name, actually. That's like, that's really fun. Welcome. Thank you. Hello. I am so happy you guys could come in and join us for these short interviews. They are 10 to 15 minutes long. We don't have a lot of time. I really want to dig into it. But first, what is the film stitched about? Uh, So the film is an absurd comedy, uh, like an absurd Frankenstein comedy that's about a South Asian woman who can't find a partner who can code switch to the ability she wants and so decides to Frankenstein one together and it's about what happens after that so thematically it's about finding love and building relationships as part of the diaspora and what it means to do that when like you're very used to growing up with multiple identities and moving between those um, and that's what's normal for you incredible and so because you're the writer and the star of it, you brought you decide to bring on a director who's sitting with us. What? How was that search? Were you friends before? Do have you worked together before? What was the search like? How did you guys come together? Okay. Um, I posted online. Amazing. <laughs> on a group that we're both on, and Lorena was the second person to reply, and she sent me her reel, and I was like, "This looks cool," and that was. Yeah, and then what I happened? read her script, and I was like, this is cool. This is right up my alley. And then uh, here we are. It's, yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about prep. So from the moment you guys signed on together until you started shooting, what was the process like? How long did you have to prep? Where was the emphasis mostly placed? Things like that. Yeah, I think um, the, f- the first thing we did was um, – go through and cast it all into a table read which I think was really informative and it was really great because we took so many notes and cues from that table read we kind of readdressed the script to that Mm -hmm. Um, we then kind of you know scheduled that script Uh, we were like okay what is feasible there was like an additional like very tiny scene that we were like this just doesn't fit our schedule like it's 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 we we can pull this out and the movie still fully works and so that scene sadly went away Um, and then um and then, yeah, we found our DP, Eureka Yu, who's fabulous. Shout out to Eureka. Um, and we kind of, yeah, we storyboarded from there. And yeah. Wow, incredible. So, Pratima, you always probably knew you wanted to star in this film, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. So with the rest of the casting process and your involvement together in casting, what was the most important thing? Was it first the, I always pictured them looking like this, or was it more the energy of when they walked in the room or how they worked with the script? Kind of what was the casting process like? I think a lot of it was uh, comedically how well they fit with the tone of what I imagined when I wrote the script because it is sort of on the drier side of comedy. Um, So finding people who just had that instinct to read that way jumped out to us a lot. Um, And we were lucky enough that like some of the people who ended up being in it were already people that I knew. Um, Amazing. But the one of the I think luckiest people were to cast was. Sunita and or, or Suniam and uh, Arindam Ghosh who play my parents in it because it was it was tough to find um, uh, older uh, South Asian actors who do dry comedy and right. they like n- nailed it. 
That's yeah. just so funny to watch. That's incredible. And Lorena, for when you call cut, what is the first thing you do after? After calling cut? Yes. Like per shot or just like per at shot? The end? Per shot. The first thing we do. Um, I the first thing is kind of just like digesting the the take we just took. Um, I usually go to my DP and be like, how do you feel about this? Um, We kind of like exchange notes where I'm like, I like this performance, but I want to try it a little more like this. Or this dialogue line didn't land for me, so that's a specific one I want to get. And she will usually be like, well, this this shot was great for me. Or she'll be like, I lost focus at this point. So it's kind of, we figure out like, okay, we want to do another take or do we want to do another partial take? And then we go from there, we communicate that to our AD, and we go again. Awesome. Yeah. So you, a lot of the time for this film, went to um, your DP first, and then relayed to actors, we're going to go again, or we're going to change this. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, for that workflow, for the visual language, um, what were kind of your rules around building the visual language for the film? Um, I had a very clear idea of how I wanted the, like, we show like where the Frankensteining happens it's like we call it our OR fun fun. (laughs) and so I had a very clear look for the OR that I wanted and then everything else it was very much like I built it with Eureka we were thinking about it um Eureka had some fabulous just mood boards for the shots and for the different scenes and how she wanted to light them um and uh that's kind of how we built it where like I sent her some references and she sent me some references and we kind of like piecemealed that together. Um, and we had also like an incredible graph gaffer, Josh, who just uh, did such a great job lighting those scenes. Like the the amount of lights was really very minimal for how much legwork they were doing. Yeah. So it's, it, and it looks incredible. So Wonderful. yeah, props to them. Wow. For the way that you um, work together on set, the two of you, where like, could you not sacrifice anything, whether it be in um, the amount of takes that you felt you needed or trying different things, um, getting safety takes or um, trying a different level of, you know, let's go drier with that humor. Where was the areas based off of what you had written that you didn't want to sacrifice during production? I mean, I think for me, because I was coming more from the writing perspective, I was looking at every scene or thinking about it in terms of like, are we hitting the tone on this? Are we hitting the jokes on this? Are we hitting the comedic timing on mm-hmm. this? And that was like sort of my, I had the privilege of only having to think of that. I think Lorraine right. had like a billion more things yeah. to think about in terms of wh- what it was framed, what For the sure. shot looked like, which yes. I just didn't have to um, worry about. So I think I was more the person being like, can we, like, do we have time for like another 10 <laughs> I love it. shots of that? I love that. No, yeah, but I think the, the, the topic on my mind was, like, were the jokes landing as well? Because that's such a such a big one on something when we're doing, like, a dark comedy. Right. And two is, like, are, are the moments that are very key to the character arc hitting? And if they aren't, can we get it again? And then it's, like, you know, if that focus pull isn't there, we're yeah. doing it again. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're, like, no technical missteps or yeah. anything happening here we had a fabulous crew they mostly yeah. shoot on film yeah. so charlie and that focus puller were doing some magic there that's so wonderful that's yeah. fantastic how was it in the end from when you conceptualized stitched to the execution where does it differ in probably like better ways or i don't know we're not going to talk about the worst ways but like the better <laughs> ways of kind of where it actually is seen as an audience does it have the same takeaways of what you wrote into the script when you were first writing it on the paper yeah absolutely I think in terms of the character arc and the narrative arc that I wrote that has pretty much translated entirely into the final thing I think it ended up being uh I think I wrote it a little indulgently like slower than it would have been and my background is in 
in comedy and like sketch comedy right. and things that you film in six hours with your friends and so when I, I rem- like feel so bad yeah. I remember like calling Lorena and being like this equipment list is very long yeah. like there's no way we need all this equipment um, and then you see it used in every single corner on the day it. of and you're like okay I get the context now for why you have that yeah. yes and, yeah. I, and I saw the quality of the visual which was again like something that like when you're just making scrappy for sure with your friend is not something you like even aspire to yeah um and so that was a big learning experience for me and i think it ended up it, it, so like the pacing ended up being faster which i think served it relative to what i had nice written Fun. um yeah and then i think i kind of did that writer thing of being like this pair of, there was a pair of sunglasses that i insisted my character wear <laughs> it's always that for one some thing, reason isn't it it's like i'm not and, gonna give that up yeah, yeah. and i was like Fatima, i love you why, why the fuck these sunglasses yeah. I, was, I was like no she has to be wearing these yellow aviators and so it was stuff like that That's which so great. you know thankfully um i was made to let go of yeah uh, but i think the essence of the story is is very much what's yeah what's, what's in there i think we toned down wardrobe a bit relative to like what was written but okay yeah yeah but that was like because indie part of the streamlining process (laughs) yeah Yeah. what i love is that you guys met online and there's such a trust between you and it's so apparent as i'm talking to you both because you wrote something and then we're able to release it to someone that you trust and on set we're like these are the things that are important to me otherwise you do you Mm -hmm. and i think trust and collaboration is such a vital part of our process of making a film and so to kind of wrap it up what are the ways in which you like to get everyone, including your heads of department, on the same page to tell the same story? Oh, God. I think uh, prep meetings. Prep yeah. meetings, prep meetings, right. prep meetings. We had so many, like, we, we did our table read well ahead our sh- of, our sh- of our actual shoot day yeah. at the end of the day. And so we kind of just went and we had, with every actor, we had a, a the pandemic, we had a Zoom where we kind of just, like, did the scene again and we kind of discussed the points that we wanted to hit with the scene yeah. so that when we got on set, like, we knew what we were gunning for. Um, Eureka and I were just texting so much, (laughs) calling and texting and Zooming so much. And I think with us, it was such a thing of like, you know, like we sent references back and forth a lot, like musical references, like TV show. There's like a TV show she got me on that I really love. um, Flowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then like, I would send her very random. I would be like, even in the editing (laughs) process, I remember at one point I was like, have a look at this Foo Fighters music video from 2005. Nice. Th- this bit here. Um, so I think like we, it, it was easy for us to have that yeah. language. Of, and I also wonderful. think we were very lucky that we, we have very similar taste in dry, dark humor. Right. And we keep, we keep running into that. And it's like, oh, I'm glad we did something together Aww. because like we, we like the same things. Yeah. This makes sense. It was, yeah. Thank Bless you. the internet. Thank you so much for joining us. Bless the internet is how we'll leave it there. Um, you can watch Stitch today, right? Yes, At 2.30 yes. p.m. What block is it in? The Alliance of Women Directors block. We like that block. The Alliance of Women Directors block stitched at 2.30 p.m. today. If you are not here in Hollywood for the festival or not here today, that's okay because you can also watch it in the accompanying virtual fest bit picks where Stitch will be available. Um, so there's no excuse to not watch this film. Thank you so much for joining us and we will see you next time. Thanks all. Thanks so Thank much you. for having us. This has been another special episode of the Cinematography for Actors podcast. We are here live at the 19th annual Oscar qualifying Holly Shorts Film Festival through August 20th. Follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you are here at the festival, come up to the VIP lounge and say hi. 
We also want to give a huge thank you and shout out to our sponsors, which we have so many to help us put this together. And that is Apogee Film Tools, Roscoe, Lightstone Rentals, Canon, and First Mile Technology for the awesome Wi-Fi hookup. As a special gift to our CFA listeners, um, we have partnered with a company called We Make Movies, you may be familiar with them, to offer discounted production services, including access to comprehensive production insurance and workers' comp for your next shoot. Visit wemakemovies.org slash insurance and use code CFA23 on your next intake form for 10% off your quote. We are making filmmaking more accessible. Thank you so much for joining us. We will see you next time on the Cinematography Fractors podcast. Thanks all. Bye. Bye.